0: The podcast for in-depth discussion on film adaptations and the original material they're based on. I'm your host, Kendall Bryant. And I'm Jordan Roofer. And this is episode number 118, where we are going to discuss and spoil the novel, The True Meaning of Smack Day. Just one upcoming film that I guess I have to tell you about. It comes out April 10th in the US and June 19th in the UK, and it's called The Longest Ride, and it's based on the novel by Nicholas Sparks, because it's already been Four months since the last one, so Lord knows we needed another Nicholas Sparks movie in our lives.
1: Seriously? It's only been four months?
0: I don't know how long it's been. It feels like it's only been four months. It feels like they come out every four months, but that might be an exaggeration.
1: Well, you know, I'm sure it doesn't take him very long to churn out these novels. (laughs) It's like,
0: hmm, who's going to die of what now? (laughs) This time, he's going to die from being in the rodeo. Probably. He's a rodeo r- rodeo man, I don't know. Rider. Cowboy. Cowboy. Bull rider, that's what I wanted. Didn't even know that term. <laughs> Maybe I did. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of the the word bull. I almost called him a cow rider. I thought you said bow rider, B O oh, W. Bull,
1: bull, bull rider. rider. Of course I know that term. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I think you're just full of
0: it right now. But...
1: I'm full of bull.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. a joke. It's
1: bad. It's a dad joke.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I said something the other day, and Ryan is like, you're not allowed to make mom jokes. And I was like, first of all, what's a mom joke? And second of all, that wasn't a mom joke, it was a pun. That's different. Puns are awesome. They're very Shakespearean. If you doubt that at all, go and see our series on Shakespeare from this past month on so YouTube. So true. So true. <laughs> Cause I did a spotlight video, and so then I was like really into puns after like talking about Shakespeare and puns. So, anyways,
1: that's that's okay. After after reading enough pages of this book, I I started thinking like I I tried not to speak like him, but in my (laughs) head I was thinking like J Lo.
0: Oh, this is gonna be fun. I'm excited. Okay, so yes, like I said, we're talking about the true meaning of Smack Day. It was written by Adam Rax and published in 2007. And we have a series of shoutouts. I don't normally read, like, conversations, but I had to read all of this because it's just, like, fantastic. Um, so our first shoutout is to the man himself, Adam Rex, at Mr. Adam Rex on Twitter. When I asked what people thought of The True Meaning of Day, he was like, eh, it's a little overwritten. (laughs) Which was the best. And then, um, at Hawk Films, H-O-C-K Films, um... Said, my 15-year-old son has read it cover to cover 10 times. Me, not quite so many, but more than one. We are so afraid about the film. Which we will definitely be talking about towards the end, like what we are speculating about the film. Which is already out as you're listening to this, but um, we're a little late. Everything is coming out at the end of March, and we just had... Scheduling issues. Scheduling issues. Because some people are graduating... (laughs) Jen, and couldn't, uh, so we had to move a lot of stuff around, and it's fine. Yeah, we I mean, love her. Come We're on, happy to come do on, it. Jen. Why did you graduate? But Adam Rex, he replied to Hawk Films, and he was like, "Embrace the idea that you'll be talking about all the differences between the book and the film on the car ride home." So again, something we'll talk about later. <laughs> um, but um, I think it's really interesting that his 15-year-old has read it, like, 10-plus times, came out in 2007. That makes sense. But, like, I feel, I don't know, we'll talk about how we felt about this book later. In a second. In a second. Because we still have to give a shout-out to Gina Fisher, who is at GinaFish54 on Twitter, who said, A wonderful book. Funny, clever, and in many ways very sweet. One of my top five favorite books in the world. To which, by the way, Adam Rex replied, Wow. <laughs> So, a lot of good things happening on Twitter about this book. Um, what did you think of it, Doran?
1: I would agree with Gina Fisher that it's funny, clever, and in many ways very sweet. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I mean mm. <laughs> i I don't want to say I had anxiety at the end, but like I guess I got a little invested, but also yeah. I I'm an adult and it's kind of a kid's book, which means that I figured things out way ahead of time, Mm, and I was getting yeah, I was getting anxiety going. When are they gonna like figure it out? Come
0: on! But like, it 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 makes sense. It does. It does. I I was just, but yes, I I did get the cat thing, and I was like, "Ah, figure it out. And then I was like, are they gonna just send cat hair through all of them? (laughs) But then they just made a bunch of cats, and I was like, that works too. (laughs)
1: I had accidentally opened the book towards the end. At first like it kinda of fell open. Mm-hmm. And I and the first thing I saw was the five pages of meow. Meow, 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 <laughs> meow, 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 meow. And I was like, I am looking forward to that. Whatever it is, I'm looking forward <laughs> to that. Whatever
0: is happening, there's lots of meowing. I also I like I liked this book so much. I really did. I'm... Um, As I was making show notes, it didn't, like, I didn't, I was saying beforehand, before we started, that I didn't write down a lot of things because, this uh, this is so weird to say because, obviously, it's about aliens, but, like, it felt so real and it didn't feel like it was trying to, like, push a certain, like, even though, even though Gratuti specifically says, if there's a moral to this story at the end, like, it wasn't, like, this is the moral or this is the theme, this is what we're trying to get across, it was just, like, a real story told from an eleven year old, it felt so like natural. Yeah. Um, so even the things in it were just like life. It was just like life. This is what happens. But like with aliens. Yeah. <laughs> um so but speaking of that, like what did you think about it being basically like gratuities essay? I
1: thought that was really interesting, especially when I got to like the end of her first essay
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it was like so short. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? You can't just like do <laughs> that. Like, what? What's the rest of the book about? <laughs> I know. It's like she only wrote about meeting j at the convenience store mm-hmm. and like that was it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And then, you know, you read the next page and the teacher's like, you could do better than this you know I'll consider it extra credit and everything Mm -hmm. and it's just yeah
0: I, I really what I found interesting about that though is she was like it's about what smack day means to us not the aliens which I think is really funny because even though we have this kind of like you can understand the people of earth having a sort of like disgust toward them like it still felt really kind of high and mighty like our opinion is what is important. I don't care what it means <laughs> means to them. But, like, not in such a mean way. I was just doing that for humor's sake. Right. No,
1: no, I know. <laughs> I was just, I was thinking to myself, like, I mean, how, the, the thing is, is that there's not a lot of people that could give the actual meaning of Smek Day because yeah. most people didn't talk to the booth. yeah or boo, however you pronounce it. (laughs) Um, but, you know, she did. And so like, you know, when she gets asked, you know, what is the true meaning of spec day? She knows it. So Mm -hmm. of course she's going to write that. Of course. But yeah, it's, it. I mean, it's always, it's always the way, though. Like, you know, history is written by the victors, so. She says
0: that at one point, too. Yeah, she
1: does. And, like. She's
0: very smart. There's things coming out of. She is. She's so smart. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. I'm um, actually kind of surprised that this was written in 2007. Why is that? I don't know. Like, because. I guess because I believe that, like, 11-year-olds today are that smart in 2015, but, like even though i guess they've been on the internet for a while but like i feel like this kind of like massive information is what has led to it being possible for kids to understand as much as gratuity does does that right. make sense
1: well yes and no because there was like you know every child is different of course so even even if this had been written in the nineties, 90s... she's
0: socially smart Yeah, she is social. Not like, not like social relationship smart, but like, but like, she's stereotype smart. She's, you know, she's like social issues smart, I feel like. Well, she did grow up in a city. That's true. She probably... I was wondering that because obviously I didn't. I grew up in the suburbs in like a very conservative area, so maybe it's just that I was dumb. (laughs) Well, I
1: wouldn't, I wouldn't say that but it, it just depends on your education right? right like yes you're talking about the internet and everything but even like in the 80s or 90s there's probably 11 year olds that were smarter than other 11 year olds just because well of
0: that's the life
1: <laughs> yeah because of the books that they read or the situations they were in and just like you know yeah because edu- education doesn't stop when you leave school you learn well, things outside of school.
0: Um, if you are educated in America, it doesn't always even start when you're in school. So that's fair. <laughs> that is fair. Um, yeah, I guess I was just thinking about myself because I was 11 in 1999, and obviously this this it, the internet was like just being in your own home. I was
1: 11 in '90s. Five,
0: so, I think we had a computer when I was 11, but we didn't, um, it wasn't, like, a thing. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, like, a big deal. Like, I think you weren't we weren't on it a lot.
1: We also had a computer, but it was, like, a DOS computer. Mm.
0: That's what like, we had originally, but I'm not sure when we switched over. And even when we did, it wasn't like we had a desktop. We had, like, my parents' laptop that they had for work. But they would bring it home. They could, like, bring it home at night.
1: My dad got a a desktop computer, and we had, like, a 14.4K modem (laughs) for the longest time. So, basically, it would dial up just enough to give us email, and that was it.
0: Anyways. Uh, Yeah. like There's no internet in in Smack Day. I just kind of got on this, like, rail of, like, Well, she could learn a lot from the internet, but yeah, it's... It's It's not, like, the internet specifically, but, like, this kind of mass availability of information that, well, which came from the internet, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Of opinions more than just straight-up information, too. But you're right, she did grow up in a city. So, that's definitely, like, a thing. (laughs) 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 That's a thing that probably makes you smarter than I was, is what I'm saying. Um, Yeah, but I, I liked that. Like you, I was, I liked the essay, I liked it being from her perspective, like, not just from her perspective in the sense of, obviously, like, a, um, narrated kind of from afar, but like, it was wholly in, this is only a year afterwards, so she's maybe 12 or 13 writing it, it was definitely, like, written, like, it was from a 12 or 13 year old, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which was great. It was great. And the three parts. Brian tried to lose my place in the book the other day. It's a long story. (laughs) I was like, no, no, don't take my book. My finger's holding my where my place is. And he was like, you can't find your place. I'm like, there are no chapters. (laughs) I will never find it again. (laughs) There are little stars and sometimes
1: breaks for comics, but breaks for comics oh
0: my god this was so great
1: yeah and i mean that's that's the thing is like um when i started the book i was just gonna try to like fit like 50 pages in Mm because it was a little late at night and i was like i should have started this earlier but i'm just gonna do it now just so Mm -hmm. i can break the break the seal of you know having that uh when am i gonna start thing yeah and because there are no chapters i read the first two essays that night and so I was like it was like two in the morning and i'm like well, I read 150 pages.
0: Mhm. Good for me. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> it's it went fast. I mean, partially because it's for like a younger audience than us. Um but but it was also fast in that like you just wanted to keep going and like you didn't really realize when time was passing. Yeah. Cuz I'm very like I'm a schedule person, especially during the week when I'm working, so, like, I wake up and at this time I do this and at this time I do this so that I'm ready in time, which I work, for people listening, I work later. I work a second shift, so I do a lot of things pre-work, you know what I mean? But I have a very set schedule, and this just, like, screwed all of that up this week because I'd just be reading, and I'd be like, oh, it's afternoon, okay, um, I need to, like, start getting ready and, you know, stuff like that, but... Yep. Because, you
1: know, even when you get to, like, the stars, you know, to break up two scenes, sometimes it's just like... I don't feel like this is a good place to stop, so I'm gonna going to keep going. There are no
0: good places to stop. It's a story about aliens. <laughs>
1: like <laughs> It's true.
0: A really well-written one.
1: Yeah, well, I just I told myself how many pages I was going to read a day, and I just, I did that. So that way, I kind of found a sort of good place to stop, around 300 pages on the second day, and I'm like, okay, I know that it's, it might be a little weird of a place, but I'm, I'm just going to do it. Oh, you have to at some point. It, it worked out, though. Sleep is a necessity
0: life. in life, so...
1: Well, also, you know, getting other things done. And eating. Eating is good. Because, like, I wasn't even get, Like, I'd have to pee early on in reading, and I'd be like, I really should, like, stop and get up and pee. And I wouldn't. So just keep reading. <laughs> just keep reading.
0: Until I what hit a my What a compliment heart. that is. I hope Adam Rex is listening. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, but speaking of which though, so, um I know that obviously this is, was a comment made for humorous purposes, but also probably something that he secretly believes. What do you think about his comment that it was overwritten?
1: Um I can I can see where he's coming from. Mainly just because of how thick the book is. Like, right. you know, when before I start reading any book, I always look at how many pages exactly it is. So I can kind of like plan out how I'm going to, yeah, me too. I'm going to do it. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I looked at the number of pages and I was like, okay, that's a lot for um, a kid's book. But at the same time, we read Here Be Monsters and I, I think it was similar. Much longer.
0: It was longer? Oh, it was longer. I mean, okay. In word count, it wasn't longer. In page count, it was. The book thickness was probably this book and another half of it, I would say, for Here Be Monsters. But that book had very few words per page hmm. and lots of pictures. I mean, this had pictures, but it didn't have, like, 6,000 pictures like Here Be Monsters did. Yeah.
1: Well, but see, that's that's the thing. It's like, you know, I wouldn't say Here Be Monsters was overwritten, Because Mm -hmm. there was a lot going on, Mm -hmm. and it was necessary. And with this, like, he he kind of gave himself a little bit of um, wiggle room Mm -hmm. by writing it in the voice of a thirteen-year-old girl, Mm -hmm. because she would probably overwrite it. You know, she feels like she needs to tell every detail and things like that. And say, pardon my language, like a bit.
0: Oh. Well, I think, too, along with that, too, is that this is written in a way that... We have the first two essays, which are her answering kind of the question for the for the committee. And, like, I mean, after the second essay, she has won. Like, it's already happening. Um, she could stop right there. But she continues by saying... I need to say this, even if nobody reads it. Like, I don't want anybody to read it, but I need to get this out of me. You know, kind of like, I need it to to feel better about this and, like, not keep thinking about it and try and move on kind of deal. So, in that perspective, of course she's writing everything down. She's got to, you yeah. know? Yeah.
1: She's got to get it out of her brain.
0: So, I don't think there was any... Well, we just talked about how we, like, kept reading, and I don't think that there was any part that I was like, okay, I could have skipped that. You know, um... I, I have a I have a, v- a vague idea of what I think the movie's gonna skip, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's um, unnecessary to the book's plot. It just means that, that it has to... The movie has to skip something, because it's 420 pages.
1: Yeah. So I don't... I wouldn't really say it's overwritten
0: I would agree I just really liked it I loved reading from her perspective um and it being so like honest and and like I said kind of real from her her perspective it was um it was all the things
1: (laughs) all the things all the
0: things because it was fun but it was smart and it was you know kind of there was a lot of stuff that I was like yeah you're awesome
1: yeah, and it, but it wasn't like she knew what to do all the time. Oh she no, was no, still no. A, she was still a kid, and so she, you know, it took time for her to kind of like figure things out. But mm-hmm. it's sort of like two heads are better than one. So with her and J Lo working together, it worked out. But yeah, she was really clever. It was it was good. you kind of just wanted to say good for you. Cause she, she was really
0: eat- like self aware. Yeah, um, which was which was good. Like, she, she, obviously, like, she would have feelings, especially about J-Lo and about not liking him, but also be, like, aware that she needs to, like, either that she's just kind of biased or that she kind of has, um, or that she needs to just kind of put aside those feelings so that, you know, they can work together or whatever, at least in the beginning, um, but even when she starts to like him and she wants him to stay, like, once we get to the casino and stuff, she 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 has this moment, like, where she realizes she wants him to stay. And then, like, in the next section, it's, like, yeah, um, okay, so I've accepted it. I like him now. <laughs> like, she speaks about it like you would, your feelings, are you like, okay, I was totally denying that I liked him for a while, but now I kind of want him to stay. Because he's, like, you know...
1: He's family now. Family, yeah. Oh,
0: bless.
1: and he's so he's so adorable. Like, mm. I could I don't know. I just I just like not that I imagined him to look like this, but like in my head sometimes I would just kind of like mix like a minion and Baymax together. Totally, kind of like have that. Okay.
0: I was mixing. I I also had the minion thing happening. It yeah. was like a cross between a minion and what he was actually supposed to look like, because obviously we get it, we get it in the um. Yeah, no, I know exactly. Unexpected what Unexpected comics, like. but I wasn't yeah. picturing him that way. Like it was more minion like. But see, I did, I did picture him the way I had seen,
1: because like, like I said, I opened the book from the back, so I saw the the photo of him right away. Mm-hmm. The you know me, mom, and J Lo, twenty fifteen. Um, so I knew what to expect him to look, but like personality wise, I just imagine. A little bit of Baymax and a little bit of Minion, and like sometimes I would, I don't know if I was not really paying attention, I could kind of just, I'd be like, he's not a Minion, stop it.
0: (laughs) Where was she from? Pennsylvania. Like where, like Pittsburgh or, I can't remember. Did it Philadelphia? She was from. Say what did? I don't maybe she didn't. Anyways, I I was wondering if the Me Mom thing was like a thing. Because at first it was the aliens that didn't understand her when she said my mom, but then it was people, like actual humans in in Arizona at the time, who knows where they were from, where they would like not understand her when she said my mom, and I was like, why are humans not understanding this? I thought it was an alien thing that was like, they were getting it mixed up, but maybe it's like a Pennsylvania thing, like an accent thing that they were making fun of, but I, I can't.
1: I just figured she was speaking too fast.
0: Maybe. Interesting. But I don't know. Well, I moved back to gratuity, but we were talking about JLo. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I just you said me mom in the about the photo in the back and I was like, Yeah, what was that? Um Yeah, so so he was kind of a minion and he was adorable. Totally.
1: <laughs> um yeah, I don't think she actually says where, what city she's from.
0: Do we? Um. So, there's definitely this kind of obviously there's a there's a general dislike for Boov because they invaded and they made everybody move to Arizona, which you know.
1: Sucks. Florida first. I'd Florida rather be in Arizona. Florida first, and then
0: Arizona, because the Florida oranges. Um. So, do you think that? j was a, was, he, is he an exception or is it just kind of like this big, um, misunderstanding and judgment and whatever of, on both sides of, of the other species, shall we say, species, whatever?
1: Um, I would say that it was, it, it was not, not that it was, he was an exception, but like, in the sense that, like, there were many different people with pers- different personalities, that the, the Boov probably have the same thing. Mm-hmm. Es- especially since, you know, what did this feel like? It felt like the white man coming in and taking <laughs> the Native Americans land. So... Yeah. You know, and I'm sure that there were a lot of white men that came over that did didn't, that, like, you know, did think that they were doing a good thing and integrating with the Native Americans, and then...
0: That they would be wrong, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm thinking more that it's kind of... Less that... Well, from my perspective, it's less that he's an exception, and more that, like, he then has developed a better understanding of the other. Um, and the, kind of the same with with gratuity, obviously, she's kind of the only one. Like, her mom completely freaks out that he's a boob and doesn't want to look, look at him or whatever. And it's kind of this, like, well, you kind of develop an understanding of the the person that you you view as other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but the boob, the rest of the boob, all of the ones that weren't J-Lo, <laughs> had not, had been told... A, that humans were basically animals and, like, -like, savage-like, etc. Whoa, parallels, things are happening. And, um, and, (laughs) and, and, um, and didn't spend any time with them. They just kind of herded them into, uh, Florida slash Arizona. And so they didn't know that that what they'd been told was wrong, necessarily. Although, obviously, they were interacting. Like, that cop pulled her over. The cop booth in near Florida or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, they were obviously, like, some semi-interacting with each other.
1: Well, I mean, they but... had to interact a little bit when they came in and just claimed apartments and threw people out and whatever. <laughs> I guess they just figured that we wouldn't mind so much.
0: <laughs> that doesn't make any sense.
1: I know. But like, I don't know. Like they were, they were, you know, in their minds, it was like they were trying to integrate with us in, in a sense that, you know, we could live cooperatively, but, mm-hmm. but when they just start taking, claiming, The whole world for themselves, of course, you know, Mm -hmm. was going to be some issues. But, at the same time, I do have to say that when it came to, like, the war between humans and the Boov, the Boov were pretty cool about it. Like, they didn't kill any humans, they just destroyed all the the things that we could use to fight.
0: Is that the case, though? Because they were shooting at Gratuti and, like... They blew the holes in her car and stuff. Like I feel like that's the kind of a. There was situations where the, it seemed like they were willing to kind of shoot to kill. Well, probably. A little so bit. But I would then say again, no. Like... But I mean,
1: originally, like instead of doing a full scale war, they still just kind of disabled everything. So at least it wasn't i mean it doesn't make she, it any better when you do it nicely <laughs> no i know cuz they still conquered us but i'm just saying like at least there wasn't a lot of casualties at least at first mm. but i mean she did say that their their guns would like erase half a person mm-hmm. but i don't know if that would be speculation because they had seen what it did to like the statue of liberty and things like that but mm-hmm. And yes, I guess there were casualties there, because there were people in the Statue of Liberty and on the Great Wall of China when they were erasing it, so...
0: Well, again, what do you mean speculation? I'm confused. You're saying that Specul- maybe they didn't...
1: Speculation as in, like, no one actually saw it erase half a person. Oh, I see. Like, you know, it was just like, that's what it could do, but... Right.
0: I don't know. <laughs>
1: I don't either. I don't know about that. Um, no, because they, they probably did shoot people.
0: So, what I was saying before about, like, themes is, like, obviously, this kind of taking conquering is definitely, like, the main theme of it. Um, And I didn't mean that it didn't exist earlier as much as I meant that it wasn't cut and dry. I mean, it is cut and dry in that it's wrong, but it's not cut and dry. is isn't, like, this is the obvious theme, I'm gonna shove it in your face. You know? Yeah. But I do like that gratuity's moral or theme or whatever at the end is what goes around, comes around.
1: Yeah. Which
0: is best. I have to tell you that the addition of Chief, like was the best thing that ever. <laughs> Even though like he obviously points it out, but like I think it's so natural. Like, it's done in such a natural way. And, like, they're just kind of, like, they just agree. Like, Gratuity doesn't really have to, like, learn anything about that. She just kind of, like, understands and knows that all this is really wrong, but also really representative of something else that people have done. And, like, when Landry- No. Mitch. I'm sorry. When Mitch tells her that, like, they're living on the Indian Reservation and it's, like, mostly white, she's like, are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) Like-
1: yeah. Are you actually
0: then, freaking kidding me?
1: Yeah, it's like, so the Native Americans elected a white guy to be their like official?
0: No, it's and mostly white over like, there.
1: Yeah, it's like okay. But it's an Indian um, reservation. But we needed the land. <laughs> like, oh god.
0: Oh, but 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 we promised it to them forever, considering we took all of theirs.
1: Yeah. There was a lot of different references. I mean, not just of, um, you know, taking Native American land, but um, other conquering type of people, because when they started erasing our culture Mm. and then, of course, like Gratuity started thinking about everybody being shipped to Florida and all being in the same place, she started thinking about concentration camps. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yes, I also thought of the Nazis. Thank you.
0: Oh, right, so. yeah, because when she, she was really worried, because when the boo pulled her over, and he was like, so you don't know, and she's like, oh my god, they've all been put in showers, like, this is awful.
1: Yeah, well, she also didn't see any people, and she right. was like, shouldn't this state be overrun with people? hmm But yeah, it was good. I, I do love her movie references as well.
0: Her movie references?
1: Well, main ones being the titles, of, like the subtitles of her essay. Like the first one was just "True Meaning of SMEC Day, and then when she redid the the essay, part oh, two was "How,
0: I learned, how to... I
1: learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Booth," yep. and I burst out laughing.
0: Yeah,
1: because <laughs> that's so that's so that's so great. Yeah. And then, of course, there was Attack of the Clones. Oh, right, yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, Gratuity, I love you. How I learned to stop Gratuity's worrying the
0: love the best. It. We can just say that. She's the best. I'm so she excited. Really I'm so excited that this book exists. I'm so excited that this movie is going to exist. Or, I mean, obviously, it does exist, but not for me yet.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and obviously, everything revolves around that. Um... We need more gratuity characters in the world. Definitely. Um.
1: She has such balls, you know, she's an 11 year old and she figured out how she could reach the pedals, Mm -hmm. you know, of a car and she was just going to drive herself down. And it was just like, that is, it's pretty amazing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And if she hadn't, she would have just been in the rocket pod with everybody else. And, it wouldn't be too much of a story.
0: She'd still have to find her mom. But, like, you know. She wouldn't have met J-Lo. She wouldn't have met J-Lo. They wouldn't have the car. The, the, the... They wouldn't have been able to fix the cloning thing. Who knows what would happen happened
1: to Pig. Yeah, poor Pig. But hooray, Pig. His Pig doesn't pig get hurt. The Pig saves the
0: day, kind of, by doing nothing. I'm yelling a lot I love when she throws him at the boob and then afterwards she like is like comforting pig and she's like okay okay I'll never do that again probably
1: <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> like, you might and have was... to do that again let's, let's be real honest here
1: <laughs> yeah of course that was the gorg that she threw pig oh at, did I but... say the
0: boob you did I meant the gorg the scary, gross quirk.
1: Yeah. Oh my what god! What a little Speaking trail
0: we have. I love her. What goes around comes around because it's super simple. But like, like Americans stole America, and then the boobs stole America, and then the gorgs stole America. I mean, the world yeah. they I assume stole the world, but I don't. We don't know what was happening. God, I'm sorry. We're so.
1: We do. Yeah. I mean, American at, at the end of the book, she kind of gives like. Um, gives an idea that, I mean, I don't know about the boof, but the gorg didn't, didn't know what to expect when it came to certain countries Mm. and what people were doing and whatnot. So,
0: oh yeah, that's right. Didn't you say like they had a real hard time with the Chinese and with, um, Israel and Palestine who worked together,
1: (laughs) worked together. And I'm like, that is the greatest thing ever. I wonder
0: what happened when they left. Oh jeez.
1: You'd hope you'd hope that people might change for the better. they once they have don't a common enemy. What
0: are you talking about? Everybody's awful. I'm just kidding. I'm just for I'm mostly kidding. I'm mostly kidding, but I feel like five times a day I just like read something to Ryan and then I'm like, Wow, why is everybody so awful in the world? <laughs> um Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's why we need more characters like Gratuity, because yeah, these people are awful, and she's not. She's freaking awesome, but real. And she's like, I mean, she's not perfect either. Like, she's she's flawed, but like not in a you know, not in the ways that make me annoyed. So that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but um,
1: I love how she was like, you know. The map tells me it'll take me three days to get down to Florida, but they don't know that I'm gonna be eating nothing but frosting,
0: (laughs) frosting (laughs) and and root beer,
1: root beer, yeah,
0: to make it all the way through.
1: I'm really surprised. Well, you know, she did end up vomiting, but that's only because she rolled the car over like four times. That's true. But um, but like, I can't believe that other than that, she didn't vomit a lot because like all they ate was like vending machine food, and it was, was gross. Yeah, I mean. There's some good stuff in vending machines. Oh my I'm not gosh, saying all what was her there, four but...
0: food groups? Blue, Fizz, Blue, Fizz, something and something. But she calls them the four food groups at one point. Yep. Sugar. <laughs> Grossness, basically.
1: Yeah, well, not as gross as what J-Lo was eating, but...
0: Oh, yeah. It. What's funny, too, is that... Um, in one of the main things that has been happening for the preview of this movie is JLo being like, don't eat the mints in the bathroom. And she's like, "Uh." and then in this, he's like, they were quite tasty.
1: Yeah, I know. That's what I was seeing too. And I'm like, Oh, well, they probably don't want kids to like go eat urinal cakes. And I'm like, yeah,
0: well, he's an alien. (laughs) So is eating. did he, her mom had to quote unquote, stop him from drinking battery acid. And he's like, it's yep. better right out of the battery. More tangy. Yep. <laughs> but I did find her four food groups, which are salt, fizz, animal-shaped, and blue. <laughs> which is awesome. And accurate. As to what you would find in a vending machine.
1: Vending machine, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Gross. I also liked her um, kind of view on, like, the getting supplies and the like, quote-unquote stealing aspect of it, because at first she was, like, totally fine just, like, breaking into things and and taking them, like, on the way down because she didn't think anybody would ever be coming back for all of that stuff. Yeah. But then when she finds out that, about the Gorg and how, like, maybe they can work together and everybody will go away and it's gonna be okay, she's like, okay, well, now it's stealing.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. now there'll be people who will miss this stuff,
0: Yeah, so. Well, it's really funny, because I don't know if you've been watching The Last Man on Earth. I have. I've only watched a couple episodes, and really it's just been, like, Ryan who's been watching it, and I've been in the room, but... <laughs> but, you know, like, how he's just like, well, we'll just, like, go get in this stuff from the store, and, sh- and all the stuff, and she's like, um, it's stealing, and he's like, no... From who? Who are we stealing from? There's no one left! Yeah. So I thought that was really funny, because in that show, I was like, yeah, she's obviously wrong. But I liked Gratuity's, like, view on it. And how it kind of, like, altered based on, like, where she saw the future going. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so at first she was taking everything, and then later she was like, I'm only gonna take what I need. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And what did he do? Oh, he was taking the drawing stuff. I haven't drawn in a long time. Well, he also wanted like a hockey stick, and I like it. The hat,
1: the hat with the fan on it. It won't even fit on your head. It goes on your
0: head. (laughs) Where did you think it went? I don't don't know. know I want. I want to know. I want to know how he picked J Lo. I don't know. He was just like. That's a name that exists,
1: so... Well, I mean, if they got a lot of, like, TV and radio broadcasts, may, he may have heard the name a lot and thought mm-hmm. it was a lot of different people, because I know at the end he said, or she she said he was trying to change his name because he realized J-Lo wasn't actually that popular yeah. of a name, which is true, because there's really only one J-Lo. Right. <laughs> Um, but then he just ended up going back to it because he had been called that for so long.
0: J-Law is pretty close, though. Yeah.
1: Maybe he didn't know the difference.
0: Yeah. But anyways, anyways, that was hysterical. And she just, like, said something about how she keeps calling him J-Lo. Yep. Through all of it. Why didn't they just call him JJ? Nobody knows.
1: Because she couldn't get used to it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's true, she kept... And then her mom called him Jojo at one point.
1: Close enough. Jojo, JJ.
0: It's the same, except for that it's your child, so you should know its name.
1: Well, all I know is that my aunt and uncle call their cats by, like, five different names. Mm-hmm. Like, they all have super, like, an um, um, enormous amount of nicknames. So why not for your kid?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, call them different things depending on how we're feeling. <laughs> She named her other daughter Gratuity, so, you know... Who knows? I have to say, though, when... um, When Gratuity mentions that her mom thought about changing her name because she realized that Gratuity didn't mean what she thought it meant, I want to go, what did she think that it meant?
0: Well, okay, it's not that it doesn't technically mean this, but I think she equated it with gratitude, which is technically I am assuming where we get the word gratuity from that you're showing your gratitude for your, you know, server. Yeah. Um, so I would assume that there's something in that line of gratitude that she thought it was something.
1: Well, it's probably she was, she was trying to name her daughter something like hope or grace or faith. Yeah. But but something a little different, and mm-hmm.
0: then,
1: I guess, I, yeah. I think
0: that that's what it is.
1: But it was just, it was just strange, the way, because, like, you know, to, to say it's nobody not believed her. Meant,
0: yeah. Mitch but. was, simultaneous the best and worst.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's like, I don't have, I don't time, have time for, for this. <laughs> um, I don't have time for this.
1: A-A-Ron. <laughs>
0: yeah sorry, just <laughs> I, I oh Mitch, what are we gonna do with you? Yeah, because then he's, he's... like, yeah, he just he's just he's a screw up, basically, it's fine, yeah, no, I did love it, where it's like, no
1: wonder you couldn't find my mom. You put her down as black just because I'm black. You didn't even ask,
0: yeah, he's like, Um, I wrote that down. everything he says is a question. I wrote that down. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it was like, I wrote that down, so it must be true.
0: Yeah, not like, like I'm telling you my mother is white. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I know I'm yeah. her daughter. I've known her for 11 years. Pretty sure she's white. What did you think about the turnaround with her mom? What do you mean? Like, how she became, like, a leader? hmm
1: I thought it was good. I mean, you know, when you kind of fall into a routine of, like, just life, mm. you, you can, and not that you can get a little lackadaisical, but, you know, um, sometimes you just kind of, like, let yourself be the way you are, mm-hmm. like, and don't really think about it, autopilot a bit, which is what could make her so flighty, but then when things get serious, like, you know, when you've got, like, this heightened mm-hmm. attention, plus what, um, honey, whatever her last name was, said was, like, Hogarten, right, um, that, you know, her mom didn't know what happened to her, I hadn't seen her, didn't, nobody knew where she was, so she had to do other things to occupy herself, mm-hmm. she'd go crazy, so it, it, I think it was, it was good.
0: Yeah. Uh, first of all, I thought Honey Hogarten was gonna be totally evil. <laughs> I was really afraid... <laughs> during that part of the book. I was like, this girl, she has it out for her mom. She's super annoyed that she is being, like, taking her place as, like, this kind of community leader person in this situation.
1: That's funny, because I didn't read it that way at all. No. I mean, after what happened in Roswell... I was, of course, wary of everybody (laughs) because so was Gratuity because that crazy woman.
0: Well, I can't remember her name now. Yeah, I can't remember her name either. Vicky. Vicky, right.
1: Um, Because, you know, like first she became like this smothering mother of two children who were not her own. Mm -hmm. Getting all weird about it. And then, you know, ready to turn on them at any. God, Uh, She was
0: nuts. She was
1: I think she lost it because I, uh, I mean, like she mentioned how, these you know, she not been my waiting. aliens. Yeah, exactly. She'd been waiting for aliens for so long, but these were not the aliens that she expected. And it's like, I, I feel like she, if she had been able to, she probably would have joined that creepy cult that believed that the spaceship was coming for them. Mm-hmm. I think
0: like, it was kind of like, maybe she had a bit of a, um, a disorder or something like beforehand or like the ten- uh, the tendency toward it. And then like the aliens came and it just completely sent her off. Overflowed yeah. her, uh, her glass, so to speak.
1: Well, you got to figure that like the way that we've portrayed aliens a lot, you know, like the skinny, creepy, gray bodies with the big black eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you get used to that after a while. Yeah. And so if like the booze came down and they're like little squid like creatures with frog hands it'd just be one of those things where it's like, like you she know She to... wanted
0: aliens to be nice and that's not how we've portrayed aliens either. So I don't know what she was thinking. Yeah, well I suppose always... from our perspective the boob look nice. You know, like they're cute, like they seem unassuming, not like the aliens that you're talking about where they're skinny and creepy and whatever Proby. yeah
1: <laughs> or something
0: so yeah and she's just oh my gosh i'm well just i mean it seems like there's always
1: somebody who's like if aliens came down if they travel this way they wouldn't come here to conquer us and like you know they're a little hippie about it because <laughs> even in i don't know if you ever saw the movie mars attacks oh uh, yeah there was that one woman who was very hippie and she was, like, meditating on the hood of her card. She was like, we need to embrace the aliens. They're, they're here for love and whatever. And then, of course, they all, the Martians attacked.
0: But so. wasn't it all like a mistake? Something happened. A bird, like, scared them or something like that. It was, like, something really weird. Where, I think like, it was
1: her dove that she released.
0: Yeah, but, like, the point is, is that, like, obviously if, like, we c- were if another race found us, or we found them, or whatever, like, they'd... assumably... it would be, like, a, um... kind of a precarious, um... piece between the two. Because we wouldn't know what they wanted, and they wouldn't know what we wanted, and nobody would know if the other other race had, like, violent intentions, and even if we were nice, like they might think that we're just pretending and trying to trap them, and we might think the same thing about them, and, like, it, it would always be this, like, whatever. And, like, in Mars Attacks, that's kind of what it is. Everybody feels super awkward at the meeting of them, and then yeah. one thing goes wrong, they view it as a threat, and an entire war starts, and they attack. Like, so, anyways.
1: Yeah, I mean, we don't when you meet another culture, you don't know what their customs are. Mm. And so, like, what we consider a sign of peace might be considered a sign of war on their side. So, it's true. There could be so many misunderstandings. Yeah. Of course, the, the booze at least took the time to learn English and all the By other By abducting people! Language. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying they did it properly, but at least they learned our worldly languages so they could at least communicate even if they weren't communicating
0: very good well. things. Well, they weren't communicating good things. They were just like, that's a thing too is like, okay, I the reason that I have a hard time with this whole like and I'm the one that brought it up so I don't know, but like I, I guess I'm changing my mind maybe, but okay, so this whole like The boov come down, and it's because they don't understand us. You know? They're not actually evil. They just, they don't understand that we are intelligent beings, and so they think that they can just herd us into a state and take over, because they're better than us or something. Right? Yeah. And, and what I said previously was, like, well, the reason J-Lo is different is because he spent time with humans, and he, like had a better understanding than the other. But, like, they spent how long learning their language and, like, abducting people and sh- stuff like that? So, like, why wasn't there more more boove that, like, knew that humans were smart? I think that they just didn't care. I totally changed my perspective. <laughs> that was completely not what I said earlier. I'm sorry. I just got really angry.
1: Well, you can learn someone's language but not actually learn about the people.
0: But, like, they wanted our homes and stuff, like, too. I'm saying it like it actually happened and, like, it's our instead of, like, the people in this book. But, like, so they wanted- they, like, kicked people out of their houses. They understood that they had created, like, people as a- as the human race has- have created things like advanced home- like, advanced shelter. You know what I mean? It wasn't like we were living- you know, it was, like, an advanced culture is what I'm trying to say. Not that if it wasn't an advanced culture, it would have been any better because what's your definition of advanced, for starters? And that doesn't make you any better or smarter. It just and uh, Yeah, you...
1: and it shouldn't be how advanced a person is. It should just be that they're a person.
0: Right. But, like, you wouldn't say that about, like... Well, you would... Might say that about, like, deforestation and stuff like that, but, like... You see what I'm saying? Like, there's a difference between that and... So, like, what I'm saying about, like, the advancement or the intelligence is, like, yeah, you're right. They're a person. That's what matters. But we define people as... An alien wouldn't be, like, people, animals. Like, they wouldn't necessarily get that distinction that we make here on Earth.
1: Well, you have to figure the boov might because they had to learn our languages and animals (gasps) don't have language.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like that's the only way. It's the only way I feel like it is acceptable is if they didn't make a distinction between humans and animals, but they obviously could because they learned our language. Yeah, well, I
1: mean, after learning about boov history, you kind of realize that they're a lot like us, Mm. which means that when they feel like they have the right to something, they don't care about other people's rights so much. That's true.
0: Boob history was the best, because you're right. It was totally human history. It was all a metaphor and stuff. So, yeah.
1: Especially the entertainment
0: part of it, where it was like, it ends up that all entertainment is just talking about other entertainment, which made me feel weird about talking about that on this podcast because that's what we do. <laughs> I was like I read that part and I was like that's what I do. But I it wasn't necessarily an insult, but like because there has to be the original entertainment for you to talk about for there to be entertainment about talking about entertainment. So yeah. Yeah. But still I felt But it,
1: I mean at least at least it's not just like a TV show of us watching TV shows.
0: Um, yeah, that's true. I was gonna say we do do commentary episodes, but... (laughs) Which is us... Crap. ...watching a movie together and commenting on it. So we're adding something. It's not like we're just watching, but... Because we want a community. We want to watch these things together. Yeah. Eventually, I think we'll make those live, but I don't have the confidence that enough people would watch with us. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to the boobs. The boobs. The (laughs) boobs were... I mean, it was, like, such a metaphor for humans. For white humans. No. (laughs) Well, yes, but no. I kind of mean it, but I'm scared to mean it. Um, Mm. that's why the chief was the best. That's what I'm saying, is, like, this all, like, came down. And he called her stupid legs, and it was just the best thing. He was the best, like... Person that wasn't gratuity. <laughs> it's and he true. He acted like... crazy just to like kind of throw people off, and it was awesome. It was absolutely But awesome.
1: also, you know, he got his, you know, heritage anger out. Yeah. And why time. shouldn't
0: he? He should be able to do that. I loved it. I loved when he was yelling at those people, not just because also... I didn't like them, but because yeah, he was awesome. Yeah.
1: That's what I mean. It's like it was also really great because, like, the you know the UFO people, except for like Trey, were all kind of bananas, right? And like, the, not all of them were bad or anything, but they were all I don't know. It's like, especially Vicky, <laughs> you know, well, with the overbearing. Well, Vicky had some like,
0: problems separate from her know. UFO obsession. I think Cat was interesting because she was like, not really like crazy but she was just super smart and the only thing wrong like kind of like negative about cat was that she was so smart she figured out that he was a boo (laughs) like i at least speculated well she was real gung-ho i guess about it yeah she was yeah and they're just like so offended it's so great but like you you contrast this these people just being so angry at the booth and like hating them so much with this Native American who all who just like hates white people, but doesn't really, but kind of does, and like just yells at them. It's amazing. Yeah, it was perfect. Everything. Was
1: well, I mean, perfect. he probably he probably knows. Like, I mean, you know, yeah, the UFO people call him crazy but like he also probably thinks that they're crazy well they are actually crazy and he's not
0: which is the greatest again it's like so great because like yeah i don't know because like they all think that they're normal and that they're like more kind of not all of them but like there's this idea that like they have they're just like almost more um more intelligent in the in that like they can see the conspiracy kind of deal, when actually Vicky's just crazy, and yep. she was the also horrible horrible person because when he got hit on the head by the gorg, she was like, Is, has he been drinking? And I was like, oh my god, you I seriously have never hated a character. Well, I probably have. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, right now, I hated, like, in that moment, I hated her so much.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like, I hear that they do that. It's like, oh my god, you... Yeah,
0: they do that. Stereotypes. Those stereotypes, yeah. But, like, they were the crazy ones. Well, not they. Vicky. Vicky was the crazy one. And he was saying, he was pretending to be crazy so that nobody would, like, bother him, basically. And, yeah. like you said, he got to get his anger out.
1: Yeah. And was... he would, like,
0: say, there was other, like, really cool stuff that he would say. Like, she would say something that that she didn't realize was offensive, and he would correct her, and it was, like, a great little, like, back and forth, you know? Yeah,
1: but I, but I also love that he would say something, like, he was like, oh, I, you know, I don't have a problem with your kind of people, or whatever. And she was just like, well, I'm half white. Yeah. (laughs) you
0: know. Which half? Um, I guess my bottom half? Okay, (laughs) I just hate your legs. Stupid legs. But, like, that was obviously, like, kind of, like, an ongoing joke, I think. Yeah, but at the same time, it's
1: like... You know, he's... He was differentiating between the white people and the black people, and she's a mix, and so it was just sort of like... Yeah. Stero- stereotypes can go all sorts of ways.
0: Yeah, but, like, it make, But, like, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, No, I But don't. you know what
0: I mean? Like, because obviously, it's European people, obviously, like, that really screwed up, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. There's so much going but, I mean, I get what you're saying, but, like... Yeah. But Her also... <laughs> Yeah. It's there's,
1: there's a lot of there's a lot of gray areas, of course, you know. And I mean that's that's sort of the point is that you know life is not black and white. And I don't mean the races. I mean like literally like so contrasted one side or the other. There's so I don't want to say there's fifty shades of gray, but
0: <laughs> there's no.
1: That's the only kind of grays that I like is like you know art kind of gray.
0: <laughs> Uh, but, um, I don't wanna, well, anyways, um, yeah, okay, for the, like, a disclaimer for anybody that is a new listener, we are, like, super white, like, really just the whitest people ever, so, disclaimer there, like, we probably, we have, like, white people perspectives sometimes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like to so think we can't of really, myself
0: like, multiracial, but, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, you know, we get it wrong sometimes because we don't have that, like, minority perspective, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not But I'm super that... excited, one of the reasons that I'm super excited, separate from that, like, that I'm really excited about this, that this book exists and that this movie is coming out, um, or is out, is that we have a young female person of color as the protagonist I know like what? I thought all movies were about straight white men like (laughs) it's awesome I mean she's straight but you know what I'm saying um she hasn't made a decision maybe she hasn't that's true Or her mom and her were watching movies with where guys take their shirts off so I assumed but she is young so she could still not really be in touch with her That side of her yet. So who knows. But still, that's why I was saying that. (sighs) Anyways, the point is, (laughs) the point is, this is exciting. I'm so excited. This is awesome. Me too. And she's, and on top of those things, she's a great character. Like, and I really hope the movie doesn't screw that up. Yeah, I know. Interestingly, this was written by a white male. Or at least I'm assuming he is white. Oh, okay, you picture, look him up. I did, oh, I looked did at look his picture, up. but you can't, like, he could, it's like gratuity, like, he could be, who knows, I, he could be Jewish, I don't know. I didn't look that far into it. I'm just saying, I assumed from his picture. A- Jewish isn't white? <laughs> mm, but it's, it's, a, what was it's a minority here. that has had, um, that has been oppressed, so.
1: Clearly. Um,
0: it's not a. I. it's kind of not... In a way. Okay. It's okay, an oppressed it. minority, so, like, white usually refers to the, like, majority in power, which is... You're, you know, you're basically saying the Aryans. <laughs> I mean, I hate Aryans, too. It's okay. Um, yeah, no. we hate We hate everybody equally. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I only hate the Aryans. Oh, okay. That's why I hate myself so much. Uh... <laughs> Um, this is really weird and, and, and hateful and deep for uh, a children's book, but that's what's so great about it. I know. That's what I was just (laughs) going to
1: say. There's so much, there's so much going on in this book and it, it, it's, I don't even know. We haven't even gotten into everything. Like, no, but it's just like, it's,
0: it's,
1: it may seem on the surface, like it's just about a girl dealing with. You know, an alien invasion and whatever, but like it really is a super deep book, yeah, and it's so it's so great and yes, maybe maybe it makes our discussion feel a little uncomfortable because we don't know how to touch on race issues very well, maybe right. you know because it again becomes like you know it's it's a fine line,
0: of course, but what I was saying at the beginning too, and I want to clarify this about like the themes and me saying that they're not in your face is like they, they exist in here but I don't feel like anything was put into this storyline to amplify them it was just like there you know does that make sense like it was all so natural and there was no like this this part of the storyline exists just so that we can amplify this theme
1: yeah, you know what it, I mean? That's what
0: I meant it, about, about like, the themes being so ingrained and just natural in life that, that they... Yeah.
1: It was non-judgmental. Mm. It was just, like, the parallels were drawn to say, like, this happened in history, and it might happen again. You know, just with different situations. So... Yeah, so it was just very matter of fact about mm-hmm. it. Like not like, "Oh, I can't believe that we did this and and shame on this group and whatever." It was just like it, it happened.
0: Yeah. The only the only judgment made was that um preteen boys are really bad at naming things cuz they just want them to spell boob. <laughs> twice it happened twice and you know I what know. the thing is i don't doubt it like that's not even unrealistic because it's so would it happen. i know part part of me was like okay it's i feel like it's a little
1: i mean i don't want to say sexist towards men but you know it does no, happen
0: preteen boys preteen boys well, that have been raised yeah. in our culture are totally yeah. like that But I mean, I was also thinking that you know she's only 11
1: years old when this is happening, so she's gonna feel that way about boys, because like you know, I mean, maybe she's not going to feel that way because I (laughs) I've been more on the boy side of everything forever. Like you know, I'd rather I wanted to play with Hot Wheels. What we
0: claim is the boy side of things. Okay, sorry. Yeah. We'll. we'll, we'll, I'll back off. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Well, you know
1: what I mean? Like, like we're imposing society, gender, role, blah, 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 but yeah. But then again,
0: boob. It's funny. Well, the <laughs> thing is, too, is that boob kind of sounds like it, which is why I don't doubt that these boys came up with it in separate, like, across the country from each other. Right? Yeah. Because so. boob. It happened. You know? It exists. Now. So... <laughs> But these different <laughs> Happy Mouse Kingdom boys... Oh, Happy Mouse Kingdom itself!
1: I know, I was gonna say, how did you feel about that? Because, like, every once in a while there'd be a reference to somebody who was real, or a place that was real.
0: Okay.
1: But then they wouldn't, they didn't mention
0: Disney, Disney it's just Happy Mouse. Disney is really weird about that stuff. Like, Are they? technically, I don't think that you, I I don't think that mentioning something that's common knowledge that everybody knows about can actually hold up in a court situation. However, that doesn't mean that they couldn't make hell for them. Because it's a huge company. So I would assume that it was kind of a for safety's sake thing, or or it was just like a funny, tongue-in-cheek, we all know what I mean, but I'm not going to say it thing. Which I think made it all the better, to be quite honest.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like every television series, well, not every, but, you know, like a lot of television series have had their, um, their own versions hmm. of, like, Disney. Like, I think The Simpsons did one recently. And I know that there was one on American Dad, and there was definitely one on My Life as a Teenage Robot. But, of course, that's even set in the future, so it's, like, sort of...
0: I was gonna say, my favorite thing about it, though, was that they were using super unused fairy tales for the inspiration for the other stuff that was in it, and I just, it made me happy. Because Mm. it was, like, the Snow Queen's Castle, which, like, in 2007, now it's a huge thing because of Frozen, but, like, in 2007 it wasn't, and it had been, like, a super underused fairy tale, as well as there was a Rumpelstiltskin ride, like, also something very underused. And the Puffins and Toasters was obviously the teacups. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Well, I love how she like named some of the characters, and there was still a mouse, a duck, mm-hmm. things like that. But it was like different,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like what, what was it like, sailor, sailor duck or something? I don't know. <laughs> there definitely
0: was a sailor, though.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, which so, of course I like you know kind of makes fun of Donald because he always wore a sailor suit. Yeah.
0: See, it's like, I it just it just works. It works, and it's so like. Under the radar. Like, you're right that they they mentioned real things, but, like, Disney is weird. They're super weird about their merchandising, so I don't know what the reason behind them not actually calling it Disney was, but I do know that Disney can really mess things up for you if you aren't careful. So, unfortunately.
1: Oh, sorry, it was Sailor Swan.
0: Swan! (laughs) That makes it even
1: better! Yep. Ugh. And the picture that she has for Happy Mouse is so creepy. What? There's a picture of Happy Mouse? Yeah, it's on page 100, at
0: least in my book. Oh, what about the Loch- I'm sorry, I opened my book to the Loch Ness Monster.
1: I loved that. That
0: was my favorite. I was like, oh my god, it's gonna be totally true. It's gonna be totally true! I love when, when myths become true in a, uh, in a, um, whatever. And the fact that um, the castles were upside down so they could clean them during the day.
1: Yeah, it also explained why the her carved oh. fart. I like how she called that a swear. Fart in the booth was um, gone the next day because they.
0: Yes, you're right. Happy Mouse is totes creepy.
1: Yeah, it's. He like looks a like a skull, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> but Sailor Swan is the best. He's like a cross between Popeye and like. No, he's just Popeye as a swan, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even... Cro- Popeye mm. and a swan.
1: <laughs> which is funny, because I've seen, I've seen a character like that before. Mm. On Tom and Jerry.
0: So we have the Happy Mouse Kingdom Boys. Which came back, that's another thing. Is, like... I'm, like, glad that the, Even though it's kind of strange, but, like, they did actually come back. Like, these people, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, well, I just met these mountain castle god I'm words I just met these happy mouse kingdom boys but like never to be heard from again like they end up coming back at the end and Christian I loved him yeah I also
1: liked Curly a bit but only because
0: like you need one of him sometimes Curly is like I mean it's such a stereotype not stereotype it's such a like like you said you need one of him like there's always that character yeah but it's because there's always that character. Like, there's always that bully. There's always one. Mm-hmm. Always, always one. But I I just, it was fun. I loved it. And we talked about the Roswellians. Which is funny because Ryan and I are watching through Roswell right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, It is kind of funny because as soon as she got into Roswell, that's the first thing I thought of.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was what? great, too, that there was a crash, but, like, Like I said, like, myths becoming real, I love when that happens in books. Like, there's a reason for that, like, the Loch Ness Monster and all of that. Yeah, the boof took the Loch Ness Monster out. Because they were studying it, it, but they didn't realize that there was only one. It's a water horse.
1: Maybe there isn't only one.
0: (gasps) I thought that that was the point, (laughs) that there was only one. And that's why they didn't find it in the lake. You know what I mean? Like, that's why they couldn't find it anymore. All Like, think about the pictures that you see. They're always old. Yeah. You know? And so then yeah. when we actually had the ability to, like, l- look through the area and, like, actually look underwater, they'd already taken it. That just makes so much sense! You know,
1: I didn't even really, like, think about that. I didn't realize... That's what that meant.
0: (laughs) You should see my face right now. It's just, like, so happy. (laughs) So, yeah. So good. So we should talk about the movie briefly before we, um... Did you want to discuss the gorg anymore? Oh, sure. Let's do that. Well, did you have something?
1: Um... I don't know. I was also looking at how you have Dan Landry there. We didn't really
0: talk about we him. We didn't talk about him, but I feel like he's She's just he's so... the representative of the white people. Like, that's what's <laughs> happening here. <laughs> yeah, he's like,
1: so smarmy. It's
0: awful. White and, like capitalism. Yeah. Not and capitalism, I mean, I,
1: exactly, but power. I know. I just love that, like, you know, Crotuity is like, he's kind of pro-Gorg, so I think I'm not gonna tell him about... Yeah this
0: because that. i knew something was up when she went to his office because he like freaked out for a while like when she started talking about it he was like the pacing and all of that and he was just talking nonsense and i was like something is up with this it's dude. funny because i figured something was up as soon as he
1: started like gloating about how many books he'd read and he was a speed reader because I'm like he thinks he's smarter than everybody else. this is yeah. this is what he's saying. and then of course what when she almost he
0: walks into the before
1: the...
0: was he like in power in some way beforehand? I don't think so. So he was just grasping afterwards too. I mean not that like necessarily obviously this is a very strange situation people are going to probably raise to power that that weren't in power before. But obviously, it also kind of makes sense that, like, people that had previously been elected by a community would kind of continue, whatever.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they did mention that a lot of the elected officials from before the invasion were kind of, like, trying to retake over, Mm -hmm. you know, like, even the president had his own town type thing. But it was
0: small because nobody liked him because they blamed him for the invasion.
1: Of course, but I did love it because, like you know, the other guys like, oh well, you know, we need a government, and I I, like the first thing that came out of my mouth, not even like a
0: like a blip. I'm just like, do we? Do we? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do, obviously, because Phoenix was crazy.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I understand that we need some sort of like organization, and you know, yes, a little bit of leadership.
0: I think organization is a better word, though. Yeah. Because there are definitely mean, some negative connotations with government.
1: Yeah, but I think my problem with it was is that I mean I'd rather not that I'd rather have a Dan Landry because I don't really like him, but like I don't like the fact that people who were elected are like, I'm I'm still in power so I'm gonna do this when it really should be like more of a group effort type mm. thing like I I think that was the problem is like government just imposed themselves back onto this little united states were, like, of Arizona
0: concern like it's it's weird because it'd been not that long since they'd all had to move to Arizona so like how this all came to be in such a short amount of time is ridiculous like they need to like chill it doesn't have to ho- happen overnight that's the problem is like you can't rush stuff like yeah yeah I mean, that's the thing, Is like, I feel like somebody just, like,
1: decided to stake a claim on a town, and it's like, okay, I'm running this town. And anybody that wants me to run this town can stay in this town, and anybody who doesn't...
0: Yeah, it was go weird. Elsewhere.
1: And, like, it really became, I mean, it's so sad that, like, the United States got watered down into Arizona.
0: First of all, I have like, a hard time like, believing that all of the entire population could fit in Arizona, but that's just me.
1: Well, we have to assume that some people fought back and then got erased. You
0: said they didn't.
1: (laughs) No, I, I was speculating. I was speculating that maybe it didn't. And then I was like, but, but then again, she did say there were probably people in the statue of Liberty when they erased it and on the great wall of China. So I took it back.
0: Okay, fine. That's true. So Also, yeah. they probably didn't all move to Arizona. Let's be honest. Like, there wasn't... They couldn't... There's no way for this to be a thing. There were people in Roswell. There were people in Orlando. Like, there was probably yeah. little There's... pockets of people all over the place.
1: Yeah. That's probably also true.
0: But the thing is, is that, you know...
1: Most of the United States gets watered down to the state of Arizona, and they still like segregated themselves. Like the Mormons took a certain yeah. town, and, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" And I love the map of Arizona because at the bottom there's a drawing of Texas that says
0: "State of Texas pending." pending. Oh my like, god, Texas! Oh my god, I Texas! They made would. it the same shape. They made it, it, it the same, the same shape. shape. I know it was just smaller because Texas <laughs> would. They would. I'm not sorry, Texans. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I forget what we I were mean, talking of about. If the, oh. gov-
1: if the government officials took over, like maybe the government officials of Texas would be like, okay, we need a new Texas.
0: <laughs> no. But like the thing about Texas making its own state is that like that's shaped the same in everything is that uh, what I, is that the reason I'm saying Texas would is because they have like a state pride that goes beyond like anything that, like, and that's, I mean, maybe you can call that a stereotype, but let's be honest, like, Texas loves Texas. Nobody loves Texas. Like, Texas loves Texas. You know what I mean? So they would create, like, a smaller version I, exactly shaped like their state. I
1: do, I do know exactly what you mean. There's, my like, a,
0: a pride that that has nothing to do with even, like, any other kind of southern stereotypes. It's just about, like, them yeah. loving their state so much, which yeah, is not uh, a my, bad thing, I guess. It's just funny. My, my uncle lives in San Antonio,
1: and for, like, I don't know, maybe he still even does it for Christmas. Every once in a while, he'll still do it. He sent us, like, a Texas stocking, Texas towels, the night before Christmas in Texas.
0: So, we have all these things because of him. That's so. fantastic. See, there's just, it's the little things in this book that, I, I mean, I love the book as a whole, but, like, I it, the I love when you're reading and there's just little things that like are so funny and slightly true and it just, yeah. You know?
1: I also burst out laughing, you know, cause, um, one, I love the fact that he thought about the physics of a giant ship coming into our atmosphere and oh, how that would yeah, affect the weather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also loved that when they were once the like weather was kind of like, you know, petering out was becoming more clear again, and they were hanging out on top of slushius or however mm-hmm. you want to pronounce that. There was a double rainbow, and I'm like, and they, like they basically the talked about the, yeah, they basically talked about the colors, and I'm like, just say it. It's so bright and vivid. <laughs> so
0: bright, and vivid. What does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? like little things yeah there's so many tiny little like wonderful like points and speaking of which you brought this up and we totally got off topic but you brought up the gorg and the copy of a copy thing is my favorite my it dad is. and i really liked multiplicity when i was little and we talk about it all the time <laughs> and and so when he started talking about how i oh, know not her Like, when Gratuity started talking about how you make, like, maybe they've copied themselves so many times and you make a copy of a copy and it's not as good and that's why they can get sick. I, like, lost it because that's what happens in multiplicity. (laughs) He makes a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy and the last one's just not quite all there in the brain parts. (laughs) Uh. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, the gorg were terrifying, and everything was gross, and their ship was made of skin, and I can't. So that's all. It said that they were purple, right? They, some of they were multicolored, I think, because she because kept, kept... she compared one to I think a camo green or like an okay. olive green or something like that.
1: Because which... it's just like the the style that they were drawn in, and like the look of them, the kind of lizardy look, it just made me like I just thought green, like I couldn't. Think of any color but green for them.
0: That's funny. Because when you started that sentence, I thought you were going to be like Space Jam. Space Jam. Space Jam. They were like the big ugly aliens in Space Jam. Oh, right. Right. Well, they were little at first, but then they were big. And purple. And purple. Well, some of them. One of them was. I don't remember. Anyways, the point is Space Jam. (laughs) But, like, probably (laughs) uglier. And... Everything, it was just so gross. I couldn't handle the gorg.
1: <laughs> I just, I guess I love the fact that, like, you think, going into this book, you think it's all about the boob. Mm. You know, so you figure that J-Lo helps her figure out a way to get rid of the booze or to create some kind of mediation between humans and the booze And then... You know, you find out that J-Lo made a big mistake and called in this horrible race, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, this story just took a crazy turn. Yeah. And I love how, like, the second essay ends with, well, you know what happens after that. You know, the Gorg are defeated and everybody leaves and Dan Landry's,
0: like, the big hero.
1: And I'm like, no! No, I don't know that! <laughs> yeah, that was
0: really funny to me, too, is, like, especially the Boov part of that equation. That It's like, well, oh, they... Re- Eventually realized that, um, you know, this planet wasn't for them, and, uh, we all moved back to our homes. Like, what? <laughs> I thought that that was the story here. But, like, I like the story that we have, because it's so multi-layered. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're totally right. We, you go in thinking it's about- gonna be about the boov, and it's not. It's about the gorg. Mm-hmm. but I do think it's really interesting that we have like the two races and you were kind of saying that you felt like the Boov were like the nicer which they are in contrast to the gorg like when you compare the two of them obviously the Boov are the nicer aliens but being nicer than the gorg doesn't make them right it just no. makes them less wrong I don't know <laughs> Not really, because they're still it, wrong. It makes them more likable in comparison. In comparison. <laughs> yeah. Plus they're like cute <clears throat> and tiny instead and squishy. of being like what? And smushy? I said yeah, they look like they'd be squishy. They probably are. There was definitely like a water thing happening. Like they're yeah, almost well, more water based than humans or
1: something like and that. And I think Gertuity hugged JLo at one point, which was after she thought he died in the water. Mm. And she said that Um, he was squishy, except for, like, this box that was poking into her, but it was the camera. Right. So, he's squishy.
0: Well, they were originally sea creatures. Yeah, I know. So were we. Right, I know, but, like, (laughs) my understanding, and who knows, because I wasn't paying attention because math, I don't do that, um, during the, the St- story years? about the the boob is i assume that they are closer to sc- to sea creatures than we are to sea creatures oh yes they are like in terms of years so their yeah. anatomy is still even though they're more advanced they're like brain wise they their anatomy is much more is much closer which is why he can breathe underwater for like a while
1: yeah if he needs I did sea. i i <laughs> loved the, the history of the boob is like pockmarked with all of this and they died of asphyxiation <laughs>
0: I know, everybody dies of asphyxiation. Some didn't, but, (laughs) Yeah, no, that was the... (laughs) Most died of asphyxiation, some didn't.
1: Yeah. And it's like, and then, of course, there was, like, the whole sort of religion thing, like, comparing Noah's Ark to what the boob had Mm -hmm. of, like, a girl putting all these sea animals in a jar, but forgetting to poke holes in the (laughs) lid, so they died of asphyxiation. It's just like, oh my god. Um... He brought it up again when they were in the heat, and he was like, "This kind of, you know, because she was saying how in the rain it made her want to gather all the animals up two mm. by two, and then in the hot, he was like, it makes you kind of want to gather all the animals up into a jar of water and poke holes in the lid."
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm like, I, that's why I, I got the idea guys. that he kind of needed the water <laughs> almost like more than even humans do.
1: Definitely, he had to, he had to keep pouring water on himself mm-hmm. so that he would dry out. I loved him in that ghost costume. Adorable. I know. It was so great. And I just, I love how, like, when they were alone, he would argue. He'd be like, can I pick my condition next time? <laughs> no, because it has to be really embarrassing. <laughs> I'm meow
0: now. Yeah. <laughs> I love that where he just kind of looks at her and he goes,
1: meow. <laughs> She's
0: like, you wouldn't think that you'd be able to tell emotions underneath the go- a ghost costume, but you can. <laughs> Oh so good. Um Yeah. So we know but we really should talk about the movie for just a brief amount of right. time. We've been talking about the book for a while. Um so Home is what the movie is called. And it should already be out because it are it came out I think the twenty seventh of March, which is before this podcast is being recorded. <laughs> but it was written by Tom J. Astle and Matt Ember. And, and directed by Tim Johnson, and stars Jim Parsons, Rihanna, Steve Martin, and Jennifer Lopez, the voices of, of course, oh J Lo. I know. I'm so happy that J Lo is going to be in this in the voice of this movie. She's the <clears throat> mom. She's Lucy.
1: Oh my god! It's just so great. It's like Kingsman with
0: with Mark Hamill being in it, <laughs> mm-hmm. except for it's going to be way better. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> um. And Jim, I'm really excited for the voice of Jim Parsons. I think he's hilarious. I was really excited that Rihanna is going to be, um, I'm sorry, gratuity. Um, but I felt like it was also really random. (laughs) When I looked at the cast list, I was like, Rihanna? Okay, sure. Why not? Why not? Sure. I'm excited about it. Um, I don't have any problem with Rihanna. I just thought it was, like, random. Anyways. And Steve Martin is going to be Captain Smek. <laughs> so those are the only names I noticed. Um, what do you? What are your? What do you see happening with this movie?
1: I imagine that this movie. I mean, it's not going to do exactly what the box trolls did, but I have a feeling it's going to be s- sort of similar. Mm. Where I feel like you know, characters will be missing and they might be replaced by mm. something else or whatever. But, like, I mean, through this whole thing, it's, like, I don't remember in the preview O, oh, who is J-Lo, <coughs> having um, sort of the funny English that he did, mm. like, you know.
0: Oh, he does. He does? He definitely does.
1: <clears throat> so he adds to and from in I a don't lot know if it's exactly lessons. the same, but he
0: definitely, yeah. like, speaks... Um, he ad- he definitely speaks in a way that's just a little bit off, and um, very stilted. Okay, so.
1: so that's good. I don't know. I mean, like from the preview, it seems like other than, you know, um, oh, not eating urinal cakes or <laughs> urine or probably they'll probably cut out the super not super glue, the rubber cement <laughs> and battery acid and whiteout <laughs> and pencils and decorative soap. I did love the decorative soap, Mm -hmm. especially when he was like, "Mm, I don't think that soap was for
0: eating. See, I think they could keep in the soap because the soap isn't actually going to kill you. So I feel like it's going to be like mints and other things like that, like mints, gum, and like, yeah, maybe soap. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. They haven't showed us a lot in the preview, I guess. So the things that I kind of see them cutting are like Happy Mouse Kingdom yeah, Basically the entire part with that. And, I don't know, like, I kind of I, see them cutting a lot of the more social stuff about Landry, kind of. Like, he might be there and he might be evil, but, like, not in such a obvious parallel to real humans way. Does yeah. that make sense? I didn't, yeah, it
1: does. And, I mean, I wouldn't call him evil. I would just call him power-hungry. Yeah. Or, right, but that's you know, the thing. They
0: might make him evil <clears throat> instead of power-hungry. Like, there's a difference. Like, power-hungry is a real condition, whereas like, evil is like a rarer, rarer thing in reality. You know what I mean? Mm.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm really worried, but I, I feel like they're gonna cut out Chief.
0: Yeah. That's kind of what I meant too about the social, the, like, the more of like the metaphor of it all.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just like, I mean, everybody says that this book is delightfully funny and everything. And there were times where I laughed a bit, but like, I feel like there were points where, I mean, not that it was a really serious book, but like it was, you know, it had humor to it, but it felt, it was kind of, humor, yeah, but it still felt kind of like serious and dark because, you know, they were being moved and there was the threat of total destruction and, Issues of like being caught by the boob and what whatnot, and I just feel like
0: <clears throat>
1: from from the preview that I've seen of the movie, I feel like they're gonna make it
0: a lot more lighthearted. Not that this isn't lighthearted, but you I know think what it I mean? is. I think the tone seems right to me. But yeah, yeah, but um, because there's a there's a way that you do dark situations, especially in children's lit, where it's still Fun like we said that this book was fun and I think I did laugh but it's not like you're laughing hysterically clutching your stomach it's it's a more um, uh, it's subtler than that but but it ke- but it's so consistent all the way through where you kind of have this chuckle that's happening more consistently you know what I mean
1: yeah I guess I
0: just figured they were
1: gonna like heighten the humor in the in the movie. Mm-hmm which is probably fine. I mean, or I don't they're know. Just showing
0: us those parts. <clears throat> yeah. Like usual. That's that's pretty common. Cuz all we need to know is he's adorable and he talks funny and he thinks and he's the a cat's bit of a screw gonna up explode. <laughs> yeah, that didn't quite happen in the book, but I don't care. <laughs> the cat obviously <clears throat>
1: loved him though. Mm. I do I do love the fact that in the book he would confuse the word explode
0: with explore. And it really got him in trouble at one point. <clears throat> I yeah, know. especially
1: since there was the point where she forgot that mm-hmm. and he was like, I guess we'd be exp- we might go exploring and he was like, and she was like, Yeah, that's sort of a good word for it and then she realized
0: <laughs> Wait, did you mean slushes is gonna explode? Like so we're gonna explode <laughs> Oh god But they still go, oh god, I love Gratuti, okay. Because they still, like, keep A, keep driving, and B, engage with the Gorg to keep them away from the um, telecloner. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Have you seen Gorg in the previews? I don't think they have been.
1: No, but then again, if you read the, you know all the outside stuff of this book. They don't really mention the gorg either.
0: I was going to say, it's kind of going to be like what we were saying about reading the book where you think it's about the boob, but it's really going to be more, um, I'm there's a, the Disney logo is on the back of my book. Is it? Yeah. So I feel like everything I said about Disneyland and them being like weird the back of my book just has a map of the United States. Mine also does, but it also has Disney, Hyperion, Books, New York. Huh. So maybe I'm wrong about that, but, like, let's be honest, Disney, you don't have the greatest reputation. Because they're obviously listening. The head of Disney is listening right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, maybe that was incorrect. But, um, anyways, my point is mm. I'm excited. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm excited to check out the movie. Um, and I think we're gonna leave it there pretty much. You should have probably already read this book if you listen, because we ruined everything. But um if you haven't, then you should definitely read it. I'm gonna we be didn't telling everything. Everything. We didn't tell them about the history of the gorg. We didn't. That's true. It was shorter. Um and full of punches. Lots of punches. That's how they speak. <laughs> <laughs> they do. I just didn't... Uh, that's going to be gross in the movie. Um, they probably won't make them as gross as... Probably not. That's what you they like They, are when they're sick, they, like, leak motor oil out of their eyes and nose, so that's gross.
1: Well, anytime
0: anybody <laughs> has, like, a cold and they're dripping from their face, it's gross. That's fair, but, like, think <clears throat> about it being, like, motor oil black. Like, that's terrifying. It's actually terrifying. Like, what if you cried black tears? Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Exactly. (laughs) Anyways, this has been, I hope, an entertaining discussion for you. Um, And I hope that you will now engage with us and continue the discussion on adaptationpodcast.com because you can go there and you can comment on the episode page and we will be delighted to hear from you and what you thought of the book and what you thought of our discussion and if you agree or disagree with anything that we said. Um, and then we will respond, and it'll be like a real-life discussion, see how that works on the internet. Um, But there are other ways. If you don't want to go to adaptationpodcast.com, if you want to get in touch with us on social media, then we have lots of ways for you to do that as well. We are on Twitter at Cast, We're on Tumblr at AdaptationPodcast.tumblr.com and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash AdaptationPodcast. We also have weekly vlogs at YouTube.com slash AdaptationPodcast. Are you getting a theme here? AdaptationPodcast. Um, and if you go there, I mentioned Shakespeare earlier. We just did a Shakespeare month, so that's going to be fun. And we have a superhero month coming up, hopefully, so um, that is also going to be fun. Um, if you want to stay tuned for next time, we're going to be doing Dance with Dragons by George R.R. R. Martin in anticipation of the new, uh, series of Game of Thrones that's coming out. We also have one on, um, Dorm of Swords and A Feast for Crows, actually, both of them. We have episodes on those previously if you want to go check those out, um. But stick around for Dance with Dragons, and you can do that by subscribing to us on iTunes. And while you're there, if you could give us a rate and review, just, like, super easy, hit a star number to rate, and, like, maybe type a little something, like, Hey, you guys are awesome. It really helps us out. Um, And also helps other people be like, Oh, somebody has already approved of this podcast. Maybe I will give it a try. Kid tested. Mother approved. Exactly. Except for it's listener tested. (laughs) listener-approved. I can't think of another one. Well, we approved this message, so. (laughs) I have a thumbs up and a big smile. Woo! And we do do like to get feedback, so feedback is always good. We do. It's helpful. It has actually recently occurred to me that we might be getting feedback in the UK, but I can't see it because I have US iTunes, so I'm going to ask one of the twins to... To check that out. So if you have commented already and you're in the UK and you're like, why haven't you thanked me for my thing? It's because I'm the one that checks that and I live in the US. Sorry. Anyway. But after all of that, until next time, this is Adaptation reminding you. A cat is a nice thing to have. That's true. I love the kittens. I like at the (laughs) end when he's like, kittens, no. (laughs) like they're swarming him. And for once, Pig likes Gratuity better than uh, J Lo. She knows well, the real cats not
1: enough. Oh. <laughs>
0: not enough aliens to and go you know, I do have,
1: Yeah, and I do have to say that um, you're right about Gratuity being straight because at the end there was that
0: thing with um, Christian
1: time capsule flipping. Oh, oh, and that. Sorry, I was just looking at the whole. Did you read the the last thing? The I did read the last thing where she had. Failing.
0: Wait, did it say that she had a husband?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. It said that Gratuity Tucci is survived by her husband, two children, five grandchildren, eight grand... Eight great-grandchildren and and a a boob. Which is weird, because
0: he is... He... They must have longer lifespans then, because he was 36 and a half.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, at 11, he had barely, you know, left his hatchery something or other. I don't remember. He said something. Mm-hmm. about not not really being out in the world at yeah 11. that's true so, um, But yeah but I also I love that she was like as far as I'm concerned I could just stay in the ground I was supposed to be dead before now
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: collapses says something unintelligible and then says pardon my language yeah that's her
0: last words. of course so good see I thought you meant because she Christian said something and then she blushed at one point and I was like oh he's the nice one good cho- good choosing <laughs> good choosing yeah. girl
1: but I also figure that she just blushed because she was sort of, like, proud but embarrassed about yeah. it. Well, not embarrassed, it's yeah,
0: it's really hard to tell because, like, obviously, There's they put in that she blushed, do. which, like, usually if you're mentioning the blushing, then it has kind of, like, a crushy context. But, like, mm-hmm. you definitely can blush for other reasons. It's just that usually in in fiction that seems to be the kind of common usage of it
1: Hmm. Who knows? yeah but i did love how unaware not really unaware of relationships but like you know how it didn't happen
0: at all which was wonderful
1: well yeah but also just the fact that like when it came to like adult relationships and how her mom kept putting her hair behind her ear and she was thinking mom your hair's not going to get any more behind your ear i
0: think she was making fun of her because she knew she liked him
1: Oh, yeah, no, I mean, she understood the situation, but at the same time, she couldn't really grasp why her mom would be acting a little fidgety well, and nervous and silly. she knew he was me. Yeah, she did know he was me. Her mom doesn't have the greatest taste in men.
0: Apparently.
1: You know, power can be sexy, so sometimes you get swept up in it.
0: But her mom, I feel like it's weird, because her mom, like, ends up having more sense than that, but, like... You know what I mean? Like, she, she becomes this kind of less flaky. You could see the mom at the beginning, this kind of flaky woman like, kind of overlooking that and being that way, but like, when she really gets it together at the end, it's it's strange. Well, she falls back she, to that or whatever.
1: She, she didn't so much fall back to that as um, like, you know, he wanted her to come along mm-hmm. on a lot of things, so she saw how he was standing up to the gorg and getting them things, so uh, she didn't know that he had made this Backwards behind deal, yeah. Barbie deal. So you know he. I mean that's the problem with guys like him is that he can put on this like face of chivalry and um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know <clears throat> courage and all the all the knight in shining armor stuff. But like underneath he's. A, I don't want to say a frog because that insults frogs. my brethren frogs. <laughs> <laughs> So, but you know, he's like a, a a troll or a goblin or an orc underneath, <laughs> yeah. or a golem,
0: I don't know. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, uh, it was uh, it was interesting. I liked her her mom her mother was an interesting character. Yeah. And that concludes our after the credits conversation where we continue talking about the book because we can't stop.
1: Ta da! <laughs> <laughs>